This is 88.5 KRFY. This is the morning show. I'm Susie Prez. Good morning, Don Mara from NAMI Far North. That's North American Mental Illness. But you're the president of the board. Good morning, Don. Good morning. Thanks for having me yeah. again. Anytime. <laughs> also, and Steve Klatt, you're a board member and um, involved quite a bit in this endeavor here. We've got a lot to cover. Um, I wanted to, and Steve, you were going to start because, and tell us about NAMI Far North. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure. I got involved several years ago, had the experience of watching mental illness affect my own family from the time I was a kid, and so offered to help Don with NAMI Far North, which is the National Alliance on Mental Illness, and Far North is our chapter. This is America's largest grassroots organization, and we're the local chapter. It's interesting that 20% of the population of America has had a personal experience with mental illness and mental health conditions, and that probably one in 20 people are actually dealing with a mental illness and mental health condition. So it's something that affects us all. It's, it's very personal. And I think one of the things that we find are the people who are frequently dealing with it and dealing with family members and loved ones and, and friends who are dealing with it is the helplessness of what do you do. And that's what NAMI is all about, is providing help to people. And it's peer-led, grassroots organization. It's been probably, it's now approaching 50 years that NAMI as a, as a national association has been formed. So it, the programs have developed and, and the peer-led group is quite good. We have a monthly meeting for of uh, the community that we have at the BFW that people are welcome to attend. Um, we provide support. We have an eight-week program for education so people understand what mental illness is and how it affects people and how to try to deal better with it. And so there are two monthly support groups, one for people who are dealing with mental illness and one for families, and those are at our monthly meetings. Family and friends can can have a peer group, and that's truly what we're all about. We are a peer organization of people who know, have felt, and have dealt with mental illness and mental health conditions. How um, fortunate are we to have a NAMI branch here in North Idaho? How important is that? Well, it really is quite, a, you know, it's interesting, the movie that recently Schweitzer sponsored, but really pointed out to the fact recreational communities and those of us who have spent years in the northern climes and the and the grayness, I mean, I have 70 years nearly now at this point in the grayness of North Idaho winters, <laughs> and it's depressing. So having associations for all of us who feel the angst of mental ill, not just mental illness, but just mental anxiety, having that, we're very fortunate. Mental fatigue. Yes, I'm feeling mental fatigue. <laughs> <laughs> or, or emotional. I mean, so can either of you, Don or Steve, speak a little bit more to that, I don't want to use the word spectrum, but the, the full scope of, you know, mental illness. Don knows it well. I'll turn the oh. mic over to Don. <laughs> right. Well, as Steve said, the 20% are people that maybe have um, a wide variety of mental health conditions or 
have had some anxiety or depression or whatever, but NAMI primarily deals with people that have an effect of loss of function at some point during their illness that we address those as we call them serious mental health conditions and SMI is a term that's used a lot. So we definitely help those people get uh, advocacy and support and education and their families because the mental health system, health care system is really hard to navigate. So we help with that as well. Why do you think that is that the mental health health care system is hard to navigate when it is no different than um, heart problems? or I don't know. We need a book. To, we need to write a book, Susie. <laughs> well, and I think part of it is that, you know, there is, it's kind this of is everywhere is, is a, the stigma of it just accepting that we all have mental fragility. I mean, each and every one of us does. And we just don't like to talk about it. You know, I'm a guy. I'm a tough guy. I can take it all. Men, more even more than women, don't like to admit that, oh, I'm having a tough day and I'm a little shaky, but you don't. And so there's a stigma that comes with it, Susie, and, and that's what we don't talk about. That's one of the things that we really try to bring out, that it is the same, but it's not viewed the same. And we don't put the same resources to mental health conditions that we put to medical conditions. I mean, look at Bonner General and and how that has grown for medical conditions over the last 25 years. Well, what do we see for mental health conditions? We we don't see much of anything. There's a truly a lack of providers and, and professional help and all of these things. That's what makes it so tough. So NAMI becomes a peer group that folks that might have a lot of different thoughts behind this can come and at least find common ground with other people. I think a lot of people feel less alone. When they find us, that's how I found us. And it really did help to know that there are people out there that are having the same issues or problems as you. Um, I think that most people, I think it, the medical aspect of having a mental health condition is not really addressed and not known. Our brain is probably the most complex organ in our body. And we are run by our neurotransmitters. Sorry, guys. It's not about your bravado and... It's about how much is going on in there. So the chemicals yes. in your brain. Yes, we are tightly wired. Right, and I think, Susie, that's really a good point that many people don't understand, and I w- watched that with my own mother, but how fragile the chemical balance is and how easily that balance gets out of balance and out of sync, and the effects that could have, you could witness that were, could be very, very, very drastic. So that's a, that's a very good point. And when you mentioned that there's not a lot of um, medical support, uh, you know, therapists and things like that, that people can go to. I know it's almost impossible to get into just a regular therapist, but then a medical therapist for mental health uh, conditions. For the serious health, yeah, the serious mental illness. Yeah, they can be very hard to get into. Um, I know that we're working on it as a community. Um, Kinexu is stepping up, I think, quite a bit. Very good news. And we're really excited about that. Uh, we do have a project that we wanted to talk yeah, I about. I think we want to talk about that okay. right now. So recently, our strategic plan 
was redone, and we decided to add a project in to under the the goal of improving the lives of individuals living with a mental health condition. And we looked at the gaps in the system and tried to figure out, like, what could we do logistically here in this community that we're missing? So in other words, um, you know, there's a lot of limitations with mental health care access. And this one is called the Clubhouse. Uh, It's a project that's based on a model utilized by Clubhouse International. There are more than 320 clubhouses in 330 countries, and it's organized to support people living with mental illness. But these are the maybe the more serious ones like schizophrenia, um, bipolar depression disorder where you just can't get out of bed and you've actually had your treatment and you've had maybe hospitalizations and you're just not able to rehab in a, in a at a point where you can get back into into the community. So these are opportunities in a facility that will provide um, um, mentorship to restore meaningful connections and purpose in life. Because as you all know, we need people, purpose, and place to make our life meaningful. Um, And these members would join for a lifetime and membership would be free. So we're starting our clubhouse. It's called Sand Creek Clubhouse. And this is a gap in mental health care. So you can get treatment and hospitalization if you're lucky, and most people can access it at some point. But then what? How do you therapy how do you do therapy on your brain? Like it takes years to get your brain rewired, unlike a broken arm. And there are no places. We used to have them in the 60s and 70s, but they've been taken out. All these community-based outreach clubhouses type things, they've all been taken out of our system. So we want to bring it back, and we will be the first ones in Idaho to have a Clubhouse International here. So tell us just a little bit more about that and what it looks like you through your um, comprehensive plan, your strategic plan. You decided to go forward with this. Where will it be? You already discussed what it will support. But I'm just going to throw it out there. It's going to take funding. Oh. So let's talk about that. (laughs) Money, 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 money. Uh, We do need money. Yes, we do. And we, but we have a lot of support and we've been getting donations here. And, you know, Sandpoint Leadership is now raising money for us for Cinco de Mayo for our rent. That's our place. Uh, We are now fundraising for our executive director. And we, we actually have our place coincidentally at the time that we, right after we took our training, we found the perfect spot to have our clubhouse. It's downtown on the spot bus route right across from uh, Sandpoint Psychotherapy where we will see probably most of our members coming from. Uh, that and Kinixu. So super close. So we just we just did it. We took the leap and we now have our place. Uh, you know, we have the potential in this county and Boundary County, which NAMI Far North serves, to help over 3,500 people. That's the statistic. One in 20 live with a serious mental health condition. Will they all use it? No. But even if we get half of that population to come in, we're going to do a service to the community by bringing them back into work. Because this clubhouse is an employment facility, it's going to have three different levels of employment in it. So supportive employment. Yeah, transitional, transitional. supportive, and then um, 
the real one. What's that called? Uh, sorry, blanking. A, a real job. Yeah, a real job. <laughs> so uh, in talking about this, so you're going to have a place where people can go. You're going to get referrals from Sandpoint Psychotherapy. And, uh, and Bonner, Bonner Behavioral, sure. Conixu. Sure. I'm thinking about the stigma of um, mental illness, which is kind of sad to me because, as you said in the beginning, one in 20 <laughs> are either affected or, you know, outside and through their family or themselves. And so there's a lot of stigma. It's, and we've been changing that in NAMI to call it discrimination. Because the stigma causes a discrimination that, because think about it, one in 20, you're not looking at the people that have recovered. There are people that are walking around that are dealing with their bipolar disease quite well, and they're working, and you don't see them. You only see the people on the street that aren't able to to deal with their medications, or maybe they don't have access. And then you think, oh, well, we can't deal with that, and they're they're not worth working you know they can't work in the community look at them well yeah because they're not treated mm-hmm. right and i think it was good nationally when you have a u.s senator that steps out of office simply and, and acknowledges that you know national media that he is leaving for a sabbatical and that's a very short period of time after he took office and and putting it out in the public that this is something that affects people and you can recover and you can come back and you can function in society when you have proper help and assistance. Can I just say one more thing? Yeah. The coolest thing about Clubhouse International, the model that we chose, is that 42% of people that are members that, that join the Clubhouse and work there uh, are employed after mm-hmm. they get going and and get they get they drink the Kool-Aid I think of the the connections that they met they meet in the in the clubhouse. Well, I think one of the big things on this little outline that you sent me that really stood out was their recovery and you just alluded to it and said it it's recovery is possible and it is mental illness is treatable but that support is vital. It in many cases. It's like physical therapy uh-huh. oh, for I the like brain. That. Yeah. Mental therapy. Yeah. <laughs> you do need psychosocial rehabilitation uh, when you have some brain issues that are going on. It's very important to rewire, and it's slow. It, it takes a while. I think that's important, too. Without that support of something like the clubhouse, which you, you're bringing together in our community, thank you, um, it would be more difficult and longer. And we didn't. We were our uh, son's clubhouse, mm-hmm. and it was... Hard. pretty it wasn't perfect and who knows if he had had a real clubhouse international how much better he would be doing it's still a roller coaster for him so yeah. it's been hard um so you have two events coming up that you wanted to talk about you have something come something coming up on february 27th it's a free lunch it must be in no in that's front. the 25th oh I'll, I'll tell you okay um tango cafe on the 25th, which is Tuesday, it's a lunch and learn. I think Susie is right. I think it is the 27th. And I hate to correct you on the Oh, air. my goodness. You, go. you are so right. Oh, you sent me brain, a brain. I might need to go to a NAMI support group. So it's, it's okay. You're welcome. Thank you. Huh. So February 27th is a Tuesday. So that's next Tuesday, yeah. 
So that's a lunch and learn, and we call that an info lunch, and it's free. Who gets a free lunch? No one. Okay, so that is for our, uh, we call them stakeholders, but people that are interested in learning about our employment uh, opportunities or our, just what's going on. If you're a therapist in town, you would want to come and just listen to what's what's happening because you may run into some people that need us in the future. We want your support. The, the next one is a friend raiser. It's actually a fundraiser, but we're calling it a friend raiser too. From 6 to 7.30 on Thursday the 27th. So two days later. And that is going to be at the Hartwood Center. Beautiful place that Rob Talbot has offered us for the, the evening. Nice. And we'll have refreshments and we'll have members from Spokane um, Evergreen Clubhouse coming to speak with us. We have member and an, and an executive director and they're both awesome speakers. And they will tell you a little bit more detail about their experiences at Evergreen. And this is to help launch the clubhouse. Yeah, we really need a launch. And I think after that, we're going to be able to sustain it with some other. Uh, let's see, we've got some we've got some plans in the working. Well, you know, there's a lot of grants out there. I'm sure you're working. Oh, on those, on that oh yes. It's going to be sustaining you. Um, so, yeah, this is an opportunity for our community to step into the next thing that helps support our community, yeah, we, NAMI Far North Clubhouse. We'd love to get this launched by the end of the summer. That's mm-hmm. kind of our goal. Okay. And I think we also hope to have some informal, just a gathering place because we have the facility and just have the informal ability for people to come by with programs that just to engage people and give them a peer support group that's where they can socially interact in a comfortable setting. And that's part of it is, I think, for anyone dealing with mental illness is simply being comfortable to interact with people because that is retrenchment is part of the issues with mental illness. You tend to back away from society and, and social engagement, and, and it gets worse. So that's... Yeah, Steve's w- right. The activities are going to be very important to get people together. Is that what you're... You yeah. Know? Right. So I just want to remind folks about the two events that are coming up. We have a free lunch at Tango Cafe. That's February 27th from 12 p.m. to 1.30 p.m. You can find out more about that by going to info at namifarnorth.org. Or you can call 208-290-1768. Also, two days later on the 29th, you which is a Thursday, an event at the Hartwood Center. And you can find out more again at info at namifarnorth.org about these important um, informational and uh, fundraising events that really matter to this community. Yes, in the evening of Leap Day, it was a chance for our community to leap into. (laughs) I like that. Dealing with an issue that that it does affect so many of us, and and it is just it's a common ailment, no different than having the flu, or it's just an ailment that we need to accept in in our community and deal with as a community. And what a great day! I mean, let's let's do it. It's a unique day once every four years. Let's leap forward into this problem. 
Yeah, we're always coming up behind on mental illness, yes, aren't we? Yes, we are. We have. We always wait till it's too late. Well, it's so hidden end. also. Because it is of hidden. Stigma and, and that needs to change. And that's part of what you're doing is bringing it to our community in a way that we can all become part of the compassionate, kind community we know we are. So We are that. We can be part of the solution. Yeah, there you go. Um, so if anyone has been listening, this interview will be on our website at krfy.org. We recorded it. And um, thank you. Susie, if I could, one thing we'd like to mention is we would encourage people to go online if they're interested either in next Tuesday's lunch or next Thursday's evening program, that they do go online to NAMIFarNorth.org and register in advance so we know how much for things. If you want a free lunch, we need to know you're coming. Yeah, and how hungry you are. (laughs) So thank you, Don Mara, president of the board, and Steve Klatt, board member of NAMI Far North. I also want to give a shout out to NAMI Far North for being a vital part of KRFY. This is our community radio station. What you're doing is what we're doing, and so you're always welcome. Let us know if you need want to come on the air. Thank you so much Thanks, for coming. Susie. Thank you, Susie. You're welcome. Um, I'm going to go out with uh, two things because we don't have that much time tomorrow. On the morning show, we have Jim and Jack will be in the studio with news, weather, events, and a review of singer-songwriters who passed in 2023. That's Gordon Lightfoot, Tina Turner, Dave Crosby, and Jimmy Buffett, etc. And we're going to go out right now with Emmylou Harris, Rodney Crawl, Hang Up My Heart. Remember, you can listen to the podcast on our website at krfy.org later in the day. Thanks for listening and have a great day.